You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel. When Tuesday, October the 13th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The level of coronavirus infections continues to drop. Yesterday, some 3,100 new cases were diagnosed out of 47,100 tests that were conducted for a positive result rate of 7%. According to Health Ministry statistics released this morning, there are currently 51,250 active COVID-19 cases in Israel, a drop of more than 600 since midnight. Currently, 801 people are in serious condition, 242 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 2,021 people have died of coronavirus-related causes. The IDF intelligence branch says that despite signs of containment, coronavirus infections are still widespread in Israel. According to the daily report of the National Center for Information and Knowledge in the Fight Against Coronavirus, one indicator that the spread is slowing is the drop in the percentage of positive test results, including on days when fewer tests are being carried out. At the same time, Israel remains among the countries with the highest per capita infection statistics, including weekly average of new cases and number of daily fatalities from COVID-19. Uncertainty over whether a coronavirus cabinet meeting scheduled for today to discuss an exit strategy from the lockdown will take place. A con reporter says Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and health ministry officials want to put off the meeting and any decision until Thursday in order to have more up-to-date data on whether targets for falling infection levels are being met. Alternative Prime Minister Benny Gantz is opposed to the delaying of the strategic discussion, saying that small businesses are continuing to collapse and children need to go back to school. The first phase in the exit strategy relates primarily to the reopening of educational frameworks and small businesses. The coronavirus cabinet was also due to discuss a separate framework that was drawn up with representatives of the Haredi Orthodox sector for the resumption of studies in their schools and yeshivas, including in communities that are still infection hotspots. A Khan reporter says Haredi representatives have proposed reopening the educational institutions for boys only, making it then possible to use the girls' classrooms to spread out students and reduce crowding. The state of emergency order that placed restrictions on the public sphere, including protests, will expire at midnight tonight. The state yesterday informed the high court that it does not intend to extend the regulations. The court is today hearing four petitions that were filed challenging the amendment to the corona law that allowed the imposition of the restrictions. Ahead of the deliberations, the court asked the state to gather data regarding the extent of fines that had been levied on citizens in the framework of the regulations. The government has approved the Prime Minister and Finance Minister's decision to provide a one-time grant to disabled Israelis to help them during the economic crisis. The decision, in a form of a law, will be sent to the Knesset for approval. It serves as an alternative to the second phase of support payments to the disabled. The total cost of the initiative is 940 million shekels. 
In other news, the Dubai-based NY Cohn Group has announced it will make a bid to purchase Israel, Israel's third largest airline, at an upcoming auction. The group's aviation branch operates some 3,200 flights every year, including business and charter flights. Israel's current controlling shareholder is the IDB Group. The funeral for Eitan Haber, the veteran journalist and former top aide and confidant to the late Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin, was laid to rest this morning in Tel Aviv's Nachalat Yitzhak Cemetery. Haber died last week at the age of 80 after succumbing to cancer. Haber's longtime colleague at Yediota Hornot, Nahum Barnea, eulogized him, calling him a true journalist, even when he served leaders who knew how to see things as they were, for their virtues and for their weaknesses. Sha'ad Eila, the television miniseries due to premiere on Khan 11 this coming Monday, has been acquired by HBO. The series recreates and tells the stories of the fighting in the Yom Kippur War and is called Valley of Tears in English in reference to the site of one of the war's major battles when Israeli tanks outnumbered on the Golan Heights held out against Syrian forces. The weather outlook, slightly cooler in the hills, no significant change through Friday. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 25, Beersheba 30, and in Eilat going up to 34 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.